Welcome to Something Different from Oyutara, where we give you something different for your learning day. The holiday of Tubishvat is nearly upon us, and, like all good farmers, we'll use it to differentiate the years vis-a-vis tides for our orchards. Wait, what, you're not a farmer? Where's everyone here from? Milwaukee, Toronto, Jerusalem. Nobody's here from Iowa? You're all city folk? Where are my farmers at? Actually, this is not unexpected. I myself live within the confines of New York City. So what are we to make of this agricultural celebration? To discuss that very question, here's Rabbi Dr. Svi Hirsch Weinreb with an excerpt from a shir on OU holidays entitled Tu Bishvat, Its Relevance for a Brooklyn Boy. A new year for the trees, of course, is important for those who deal with agriculture, for farmers. I, like so many listeners, am a city boy. I was born and brought up in Brooklyn. I live in Manhattan now. I'm a city boy. I visited a farm maybe three or four times in my entire life. And frankly, I know very little about plants and how they grow, trees and how they grow. And I often wonder of what import is a new year for the trees to those of us who are city dwellers, to those who, like most Jews today, live in an urban or at best suburban environment, but certainly don't live on a farm, never ever saw an orchard, and here we have a new year for the trees. I understand it's important for the farmers. I understand it has great halachic significance. It's the cut-off point for the tithing of fruits which trees bear. It has various aspects which are very important in the halachot of mitzvot hatluyot ba'oretz, of those mitzvot that have to do with farming. But I'm a city boy. I'm a Brooklyn boy. What does Rosh Hashanah Ilanot, the new year for the trees, mean to me? That's what I'd like to reflect on with you today. Now, one can say that it does have some relevance. After all, it is a Rosh Hashanah. It is a new year. And whereas it is no way in the same league as Rosh Hashanah, the first day of the year, beginning in Tishrei, where we're in shul, we hear shofar, etc. But it's still a new year. And because it's a new year, the custom is not to fast on Hamisha Osar Bishvat, not to, uh, for even a, even a, a chosan, someone marries, gets married on to, on to Bishvat. And we know that a chosan, a bridegroom, and a kala, fast on the day of their chuppah, and even fast during the month of Nisan. However, they do not fast if their wedding day is Chamisha Osar Bishvat. We do not recite Tachnun, the special uh, petitionary prayers that we say every day. We do not say them on Chamisha Osar Bishvat. And this year that it falls on Shabbos, we do not say the three Pesukim at Mincha, Tzit Koscha, Vitzit Koscha, Tzit Koscha. So there are, uh, it is in some ways relevant for the Brooklyn boy. I won't fast uh, on the 15th day of Shvat. I won't say Tachnun. But these two are minor points. I rarely fast, except for obviously the calendar fast days. Otherwise, I, I, I don't fast. 
Tachnun, all right, we don't say Tachnun on Rosh Chodesh in certain synagogues. They don't say Tachnun on the yort site of a great Rebbe or a great Sadik. What's the import of Hamisha Osir Bishvat that makes it special? We know, of course, that there are many customs attached to Hamisha Osir Bishvat. And these customs already begin to make it special even for this city boy. The custom is to eat many fruits, to have extra fruits on that day. In fact, to have fruits of Eretz Yisroel. That makes it special, but again, many of us who are careful about nutrition and, thank God, live in an affluent society where we can afford to buy any time of year a wide variety of fruits, I try to eat fruits every day. And fruits from Israel, we all patronize Israel. We all want to support Israel. And when we see in a supermarket, in a grocery store, fruits from Israel, we tend to buy them all year long. Again, what makes Hamisha Osor Bishvat so very special? There is a custom to get together, get together with other people, to eat the fruits around the table, to recite the blessings, Indeed, there's even a custom to stay up late the night before Hamisha Asa Bishvat and study Torah. All right? It's getting special already. Combined with the custom of fruits is another custom, and that is on Tu Bishvat to pray for a beautiful esrog. An esrog is a fruit. It's a fruit with which we do a mitzvah. And to Bishvat, it's natural to begin to pray for the fruit that we hope to have seven months, eight months down the road, the fruit of the Esro tree. So it's beginning to become a bit more special. But let's go even deeper. Because the theme of these lectures that I hope to present to you in this series is going to be that the special days that we will study about together beginning with Hamisha Osor Bishvat and then going on to the month of Ador, Parsha Zohar and Purim, etc. All have various laws, various halachos. All have various customs, minhogim. Here too, we have the agricultural laws of Hamisha Osor Bishvat. We have the laws regarding fasting and tachnun. We have the customs of eating fruits, etc., But all of these special days also have a psychological component, an emotional component. All these days are supposed to get into our kishkes, are supposed to get into our innards and affect our inner experience in some way. We should feel something different on each of these special days. What can we feel differently about on the 15th day of Shvat. Yes, we're sitting around a table with others. We may even be having what some have, a seder, a special seder of Hamish Osir B'Shvat, where we eat many different fruits, fruits which are the produce of the land of Israel and which require different brachos. What's the feeling supposed to be like? For this, I want to share with you something from the world of Hasidus, from one of the most fascinating leaders of the Hasidic movement, a man who was called the Ohev Yisrael, the great lover of the Jewish people. 
His full name was Avroham Yehoshua Heschel of Apt, the Apter Rov. And he wrote a sefer, which we have today, called Ohev Yisroel, the lover of Israel. And there are numerous stories about him and about how he displayed this deep love he had for his fellow Jew. And on this week's Parsha, on Parsha's Beshalach, in the Sefer called Ohev Yisroel, he has an essay, a mystical essay, a Kabbalistic essay about Hamisha Osor Bishvat. Now, I am not a Kabbalist. I am not a mystic. And there is much in what he writes that I simply can't understand. I won't even try to share with you. But there is a theme which is very clear in this essay. And that theme is fascinating. He writes that Chamisha Osar Bishvat is the last day of a cycle of the year which began back this past summer. And that is a cycle which he calls the Tigbores Hatinim, the cycle of the year which had in it a harshness, which had in it the God's quality of justice, God's quality of what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong, the strict aspect of God, the demanding aspect of God began, of course, with the horrible fast days of Tammuz and of the destruction of the temple, etc. It continued with the days of Elul and the Aseris Yemei Shuva, times of introspection, when people feel guilty, when people are afraid of the Yom Hadin, when people try to repent. There's a certain sadness and heaviness to those days. And yes, we had through those days Sukkos, joyous days, and Hanukkah, a joyous day too. But Sukkos also has a certain aspect of din. Hoshana Rabbah, Shmini there's an aspect of judgment to them. And even Hanukkah has a certain aspect of judgment. The theme of Hanukkah is war, warfare. Even when we're victorious in war, they're suffering in war. But from a Kabbalistic point of view, there is this cycle of six months or so, which he calls the cycle of Tigbores Hadinim, the rise of din, of justice, of harshness. And that cycle ends on Chamisha Osor Bishvat. And what begins on Chamisha Osor Bishvat, what begins this Shabbos, is the new cycle. The cycle of Rachamim, the cycle of God's mercy, the cycle of love, not justice, compassion, not strictness, not law, but mercy and optimism and harmony. Midas horachamim maschilo umeira. The quality of God's mercy begins with this new cycle on Hamisha Osra Bishvat. And it begins to illuminate our lives. Like what you just heard? Hear the rest of that cheer and much more on OUTorah.org or by using the OUTorah app for iOS and Android.